morning from the team here at 1.37 p.m. This is 7.31 a.m. Let's get the day going. Good morning, good people. Welcome to another episode of the 7.31 a.m. podcast. This is your daily dosage of everything that you've missed or probably heard about already, but just need some further clarification on. Welcome back, y'all. It's Thursday. March 24th. First things first, let's get into a crazy birthday. Like me and Bo, we both on the wrestling tinge, you know, we big fans and whatnot. So I got to send a happy birthday to Mark Calloway, also known better as The Undertaker. He finally retired during the pandemic and he had like a kind of a farewell ceremony at the Survivor Series, but he's finally getting inducted into the Hall of Fame this year. And a speech by Vince McMahon, his boss, man, that gave him the crazy idea that ended up making him one of the most recognizable wrestlers of all time. He's going to doing the speech for the undertaker so i can't wait to see that once again happy birthday to the undertaker also we got to talk about a very significant movie anniversary on this day in 1972 the godfather movie the very first one was released in theaters nationwide at the 45th academy awards that movie won best picture best actor and best adapted screenplay the godfather will forever be regarded as one of the most impactful and iconic films that's ever been brought to the big screen jail we got one more anniversary it's about a big tv show right very big one of my favorites especially now that we kind of have a i guess what they call the black version of it on tv killing it but on this day in 2005 the very first episode of the american version of the office aired on nbc oh i don't know about you but the office remains like one of my my favorite shows to this day and it's like even i don't know if you see the memes on twitter like the little gifs and stuff like that people still use like a sigh eye roll moment but there was just so many classic classic uh, moments in the office and it's hard to believe that it's been over 15 years since we were seeing these shows live on television but definitely one of the all-time greats in terms of office work comedy shows definitely one of the more iconic shows out there Jill, for sure for sure but there's another iconic show that's um coming after a while right Elton? yes one of my favorite it's me and Charlie and Connor always vibe about this show during our meetings, so let's get into it. Entertainment. After a four-year-long hiatus, the genre-defining FX series helmed by Donald Glover, Atlanta, finally comes back tonight. So it's interesting to think about how immensely successful some of the actors from the show have become in years since, with Brian Tyree Henry, who plays Paperboy, now a Marvel Cinematic Universe character. He was in Eternals, I believe. And Lakeith Stanfield nabbing an incredible amount of roles in the past few years. Early reviews of this season are incredibly positive, which is good to hear. So you can watch the two-episode season premiere tonight on Hulu at 10 p.m. Eastern Time. I cannot wait. I heard they filmed both seasons already, three and four. And hopefully at some point, Donald Glover will give us this Childish Gambino, this album, sometime soon. We'll see. Anyway, Jail, let's talk about Harry Styles. The uber popular, good looking, crazy talented former member of One Direction has announced a new album. I've always been a fan of One Direction. Of course, Harry Styles is, I, I don't know. I, I don't know if him or, or Zayn would be considered like the, the lead breakout member of One Direction, but they're both, it both seems like they're equally popular. Um, so looking forward to his new album, they've always been very successful as a group and then individually. So I'm sure it's going to be highly anticipated at the moment. This is all we know that it's going to be called Harry's house and it's going to be released May 20th, which is also my birthday. So I guess Harry Styles was thinking of that when he decided on the release date. But, um, addition to that, there was a photo posted with the announcement and his last album crushed, uh, did very very well so again music fans are eager for the return of mr styles and with that 
Let's go on ahead and jump over into the NFL, who just seems determined to take the, the attention away from March Madness in the NBA. This is typically not the case with NFL. They typically are very quiet during this time of the year, but it has been a wild offseason and it continued on Wednesday as it was announced the wide star receiver Tyreek Hill would be traded from the Kansas City Chiefs to the Miami Dolphins. The Chiefs got a massive return for Hill, securing a 2022 first round pick, a second round pick, a fourth round pick, as well as a fourth and sixth round pick in the 2023 draft. In addition to trading for him, Hill also got the contract extension he was looking to get. That is a four-year contract worth $120 million with a staggering $72.2 million guaranteed. Um, of course, NFL's contracts has been um, kind of up and down and criticized because they don't have the collective bargaining agreement that the NBA has, but for him to get that uh, is, is just incredible. And that also makes Hill the highest paid wide receiver in NFL history. So we are seeing a lot of jumps and strides in the NFL in terms of the contracts being given. Hill's offer is an immediate upgrade for the Dolphins who will be pairing him with receiver Jalen Waddle, who had a great rookie season in 2021. Elton, got some gaming news? Gaming. Yes, and this one's pretty depressing, so let's just get it out the way. For everyone that's been waiting to play Rocksteady Studios' latest project, So DC Comics fans found out yesterday that Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League has been pushed out of this year to a 2023 spring release window. Seth Dunhill, who's a co-founder and creative director of Rocksteady, tweeted out that disappointing update, but he also stated, I know a delay is frustrating, but that time is going into making the best game we can. I look forward to bringing the chaos of Metropolis together. The wait for a brand new DC game won't be all that bad though, since Gotham Knights is still slated to release this year on October 25th. Plus, Warner Brothers' whole gaming division, they're giving us Lego Star Wars, a Wonder Woman game that's probably going to come out years from now. So, the pain of waiting for this whole new Suicide Squad game shouldn't be too bad, but uh, still wanted it to come out this year, but anyways. So I got an NFT slash gaming story for you guys. Crafton, which is the developer behind the popular battle royale game PUBG, PlayerUnknown's Battlegrounds, announced yesterday their new agreement with the blockchain Solana, with plans to develop blockchain NFT games built on the popular blockchain. It's unclear at the moment they plan to integrate NFTs into PUBG or create an entirely new game, but they will have an ongoing partnership with Solana to create new IP and to potentially explore co-investment opportunities. Sounds pretty exciting. This comes after news in the past few months that other major game developers and publishers like Ubisoft and Square Enix and Capcom are also looking into blockchain gaming themselves. That's it for today's episode, guys. For more details on these stories and more, make sure you hit up 137pm.com or follow 137pm on all our social media platforms. Also, make sure you come into our Discord. We talk about anything and everything. Music, gaming, culture as a whole, NFTs, of course. Come holler at us, man. Get you a part while you're there. We'll be back again tomorrow, guys. And as always, remember to stay curious.